It's Skid Row right here on your classic metal show from the Subhuman Race release that is uh, Breaking Down. That one going out by request to Tom Peltori uh, via the email request. And uh, just before that, we heard City Boy Blues from Motley Crue from Theater of Pain going out to uh, Timothy Murdoch. So a couple of requests there. Tim James. Yeah. Does it say? Does it say in there somewhere IFCP and I'd like to hear Motley Crue? Not a word about that. What the hell? I know. I I didn't. Uh, I wouldn't have identified him as such. Well, but. next time, if you don't see anything about his cerebral palsy in his email, you do not play his request. <laughs> I'm I'm TJ James. I uh, have cerebral palsy, and I would like to hear Motley Crue, or or as he's known worldwide now, Timothy from Sydney. That has CP. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, I read a story this week that uh, really got under my skin a little bit. Okay. (laughs) I'll see if you have the same reaction. Somehow I think if it got under your skin, it's going to make me want to get my gun and shoot the screen, but go ahead. Well, you might want to go get the judge because uh, it might be warranted that you have to shoot the screen. Well, then maybe I'll just leave it where it is because I'd like to keep this computer. <laughs> well, here we go. Somehow, some way, life choices, just like Dee Snyder's daughter, Cheyenne, mm-hmm. uh, inconveniences them, and then somehow everyone else is to blame. You act like that's news. No, it's not news, but it's just a statement of fact. Okay. So, during this coronavirus lockdown, Mm -hmm. the whole world is being affected by this. Would you agree? I can't believe you're saying that. I didn't notice any differences. No. (laughs) Of course, everybody's fucked. Okay. So, this coronavirus is affecting everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Every person. It's not uh, just certain people, not certain genders of people, not certain anything. It affects Mm -hmm. everyone. Anybody who lives on this planet is being affected by this coronavirus some way, somehow, in some shape or form. I would say that's accurate. Now, some, due to their uh, physical abnormalities or their physical shape or if they have a disease or high blood pressure or uh, diabetes or are aged or have lung issues or whatever, they're affected a little bit harder. Should Mm -hmm. they contract this coronavirus? Is that a fair statement? I'd say yes. Is that limited to only certain uh, ethnicities? No. Anybody. Anybody that has those conditions is fucked. Exactly. Well, apparently the LGBTQ Americans believe that this coronavirus is unfairly uh, targeting them. Okay. LGBTQ Americans are getting the coronavirus and they're losing their jobs. Because because they're LGBT queer? Uh, apparently so. Okay. The anti-gay bias is making it worse for them. Transgender singer and actress Ms. That's with two Z's. June. Oh, Ms. June. I never mind. 
was coughing up blood and wheezing. <laughs> Her ribs were hurting and sh- when she breathed and she had painful migraines. It's raining, man. It's raining, man. It's raining, man. <laughs> but when she called 911, the telecommunicator kept putting her on hold. When please wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> when someone got on the line, they told her she shouldn't go to the emergency room unless she was really sick. Now, do yeah. you think now do you think that this person on the 911 line only said that to this person or they used that advice for everybody and anyone? I'd imagine there's probably the same advice. It's probably written on a piece of paper that she gives for every single call. Exactly. I said I needed to go. I'm in pain. It hurts to breathe, she said. They were like, you're just going to sit there. So do you want to go at 3 o'clock in the morning, go to the emergency room room and just sit there? That's what, wait a minute, who said that? Uh, apparently the emergency uh, call screener person said that. Okay. Ms. June pushed back. I can't breathe, she told them. They, Help me. Help me. <laughs> they began questioning me, but I was so angered that I demanded to go to the hospital. Come and get me. If I had not been the kind of woman that I am, a black transgender woman Mm -hmm. who has been through so much adversity, I would be dead. Well, but you're not, dude. So suck it up. (laughs) Like you do a cock. The the coronavirus outbreak is pummeling the LGBTQ Americans. Especially those of color. Well, then you better sue it. Why don't you file that lawsuit? LGBT against coronavirus. Right, exactly. Have fun with that cunt face. Jesus Christ, shut up. Leaving a population already vulnerable to health care and employment discrimination, suffering from high job losses, and growing rate of positive cases, according to a preliminary data collected from multiple lgbtq advocacy groups gee and i wonder what they were trying to prove with these with these stats they were collecting i wonder if they were really trying to find impartial statistics there (laughs) i'm sure they were Mm -hmm. many lgbtq americans live in states that have seen the highest number of corona cases including california new york and washington what is it about those three states they have in common, Chris? Uh, I would imagine their leadership all has a D for dickheads behind their um, political party. I would say ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Yeah. I would imagine so. Liberalism at its finest. Mm-hmm. These are areas that have also been hit by job losses driven by the economic shutdown. Now, where has uh, job losses not been Hit by this economic <laughs> shutdown. Where? You know, you know, there's that one. Pl- I don't know. There's nowhere. Nowhere on the planet. No. No one is working. Except Neely. 
except hospitals and you. Yeah, that's it. So you see how this story is trying to frame it that um, somehow, some way, this is being they're being targeted somehow. You're missing the big point, though, Neely. What did somebody on Twitter have to say about this? <laughs> You're right. I didn't check Twitter. I mean, there's got to be some Twitter reaction to this. <laughs> exactly. Or else what good of a story is it if there's nobody on Instagram saying how they feel? Yeah. As a result, many more LGBTQ people are struggling with unemployment because nobody else is. Yeah, no. Homelessness because nobody else is. And food nope. insecurity compared with the other Americans while simultaneously facing increased rates of health issues stemming from bias, mental illness, and lack of insurance. So what okay, is so, so, not in that order. Definitely not in that order. So what are they telling us? <laughs> Isn't that statement just saying that if, if you're uh, LGBTQ, chances are you're probably, uh, you know, missing a few um, brain cells or something's wrong with you? Well, that's the perception. Well, that's what they said. Well, that's that's what needs to be corrected. That's well, why it's such a problem. Okay. Scout, a transgender activist and deputy director at the National LGBT Cancer Network, a nonprofit organization based in New York City, said many of the alphabet Americans already face discrimination when seeking health care. And they're worried that these barriers could make it harder to get treatment during the pandemic. Mm, Scott, Scott cited a recent controversy over a field hospital in New York City's Central Park that required employees to sign a pledge against same-sex marriage. Oh, now, wow. now, now, do you know who who did that? No idea. I think it was. Um, I think it was. Who was it? I think it was one of these. Uh, Christian colleges they they put up a field hospital was free to anybody okay and uh nobody came because there weren't that many cases okay so they took it all down well why wouldn't they yeah it's just like okay we're here if you need us okay what oh there's not that many cases it's just yeah. like it's just like those big ships that came into harbor that uh you know Trump put in the the big um uh, medical boats mm -hmm. and, and like one or two beds in like the thousand bed vote right got used well you know unfortunately this this queer wasn't wasn't near the boats apparently she could have got some care yeah but but what they're trying to frame this as is that everybody could go to this uh field hospital in central park but they couldn't go because they were gay so then lie no, but but the point is, is that wasn't the case at all. Nobody came because there weren't enough cases, really, because the hospitals could handle everybody and anybody. Right. Well, believe me, I get it that she's making up shit. Of I course. That. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a liberalized emotional issue, right? And therefore, I know it's all bullshit. I'm sure, it is. Imagine if you were in New York City and you're queer. And your partner gets the COVID, the COVID. Mm -hmm. Your closest hospital might be that one in Central Park. Now, that wasn't a hospital. That wasn't a hospital. That was just a treatment center that was yeah. uh, temporary. They put up these tents and they were there voluntarily 
Okay. Uh, they were voluntary medical workers that came into New York City. They set up these medical tents and stuff. But mm-hmm. there weren't even enough patients for anybody to even bother to go there. Closed it. Yeah, they closed it because there was no overflow and there was no need for it. Yeah, but she needed it. <laughs> okay. You're close. They should, keep, they should keep open for the one person. Right. Really. So the closest hospital might be that one in Central Park that is very anti-LGBT, he said. Now, I don't think that this university, uh, I think it was, uh, I think it was, um, the, what, what is uh, the uh, Jerry Falwell's uh, Liberty University? Okay. I, th- I think they're the ones who came up there and, and did volunteer work. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessary because there weren't enough cases for to warrant their, their, uh, their help. Okay. So they were just like, okay, well, there's really nobody here to treat. So I guess we'll just go about our business. Yeah. We're out of here. And they didn't say, if you're queer, you can't come here. (laughs) Nobody said that. Can you imagine what kind of fear you might have this by sending your partner to this hospital knowing you couldn't visit them again because oh you can't visit the hospitals and you can't be there to protect them and to make sure that they get the kind of care they deserve. Yeah, guess what, faggot? It's like that for everybody. That isn't it is not because you take dick and you're a guy. It's like that for everybody. I have a friend whose son OD'd in the during the COVID, and guess what? They wouldn't let him up with his kid. Yeah. They wouldn't. They, they told him, you have to wait here. You have to wait down here. You're not allowed in the room. Right. That's everybody. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> Advocates said that the U.S. needs more comprehensive data on who is being tested for the COVID. So far, many states have collected the COVID data based on age, race, and ethnicity, but mm-hmm. they are not collecting sexual orientation and gender identity data. <laughs> yeah, because they know that they'd get sued if they do. Or that's really not, that's not even an issue. No, yeah, not really. No. And and I'm going to be honest. I honestly disagree with that. They actually should fucking gather that data too. You're going to tell me that fucking changing parts doesn't fucking influence the kind of care you need? You know, the the meds and the hormones and all that shit that you're putting in your system? Yeah. I think that has a big influence on how your body reacts and specifically how your body reacts to a, to a virus yeah. that's going around. Whether, whether it can fight it off because you're you're probably killing your, your immunity oh. system by putting foreign, uh, you know, foreign uh, materials in your system to try to change you to something you're not. Yeah. You're trying to genetically change yourself. I think they should fucking keep track of what the fuck you're doing. Right. Jesus. That's prompted activists to try to create their own data on positive cases in the LGBTQ community while also surveying respondents on healthcare disparities stemming from discrimination from medical providers, including being now get this, get this one. Not once have I heard a lawsuit on this one including being turned away because of their sexual orientation and gender identity. Yeah, nobody's doing nobody's that. Nobody's doing that. There will never be a lawsuit for that because it's never going to happen. Nope. 
again, that's just a, that's just made up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody walks into an emergency room or a hus- hospital that needs treatment and go, yeah, we can't treat you here because you're pretending to be a guy. Well, I've gone into the emergency room by myself and nobody's ever asked me, hey, do you suck dick or eat pussy? <laughs> it's never happened. Nope. Nobody's ever said, do you have a wife or a husband? Nope. They're just like, sit down. What's your fucking blood type? Yeah. You have a fever? All right. Gurney number two. Right. Exactly. But they do. Stop it with this nonsense. I Pretend I, world we'll be living in. I would say that there is definitely not as much research out there as other communities because so few surveys ask questions about sexual orientation. Yeah, because you get sued. Yeah. And gender and, identity. And, Why are you asking me that? And how about this? In the real world, no one gives a flying fuck what you're doing. As long as you don't do it to them, they don't care. Yeah, yeah they're going to look at you and say, Ugh, what a fucking sick fuck. But so what? Yeah, but but they're going, yeah, you're a human. I guess we'll treat you. Look, let's just put this in perspective. I can relate to the gays. And I'm going to tell you why I can relate to the gays. I tell some horrific stories about myself on this show. Now, I'm as heterosexual as they possibly come, but I do some sick shit. Hence the beginning of this show tonight. <laughs> True. Talk, talking about jerking off in jerk booths and stuff. And I can promise you, I can promise you that if I went into the fucking hospital and said, yeah, I'm coming from a jerk booth where I laid a fucking load on a fucking piece of glass <laughs> while, a, while a girl stuck three fingers in her asshole. And now I've got a cut on my hand that's fucking feels like it's infected. They are going to look at me like I'm the sickest motherfucker in there. They're not going to care that I'm straight. They're not going to care that I'm gay. They're not going to care about any of that shit. All they're going to care about is look at this fucking sick motherfucker. Because that's how people are. When you outwardly present yourself as a sick motherfucker, where, you know, clearly being a guy with a bad wig and awful makeup on and and saying, you can call me ma'am, you know, (laughs) ma'am. When you do that, yes, people are going to look at you and say, you're a fucking freak. Just as people, anybody that would that would ever question me and I told them a little bit of my truth would look at me and say, yep, you're a fucking freak. Right. Suck it up and you deal with it. Stop being such a fucking bunch of pussies. I know that's part of the lifestyle is to be fucking effeminate and soft and weak, but just cut it out. Because the real world is never going to give two fucks about your fucking pain. Right. Shut up, <laughs> idiots. Um, Scout said the healthcare system needs to take into account prior medical histories as well as social issues such as treating Americans for coronavirus, especially the LGBTQ people. Why especially? Especially them. Why? Why? Why especially you? Because that's them, and they feel that they're the most important. I guess. It's that self-centered horse shit that comes with any of this fucking social justice yeah. shit. Yeah, because why Why are you so much special than anyone else? Yeah. Here's a newsflash. You're not. You're not. When you're dead, you'll be dead. Just like everybody else that's ever lived, they're dead, or they will be dead. So shut up. You're no different. You're just goofier. No one is measuring our outcomes, which in my mind is people in the healthcare system forcing us to take, to go back in the closet 
he said. You know what? I drink about eight cups of coffee a day. Is there any studies out there about people that drink eight cups of coffee a day and how COVID is affecting them? I don't think so. Then I feel discriminated just like they do. Yeah, There's my my habits studies. my habits should be studied in how COVID affects me. Yeah, I might be being discriminated against because I smell like coffee. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm filing a complaint. Idiots. Now, now here's here's the thing that here's a, a sentence that really just gets under my skin. Okay. They're hiding the way this pandemic is going to play out to play out our quote unquote extra vulnerabilities and have a dis disproportionate impact on us. No one cares. Our extra vulnerabilities. No one cares. You know what? If you feel that way, all you got to do is fucking wipe the shit off your face. Here's what it is. This is really what it comes down to. They want to come think of it this way. They want to dress like a rodeo clown and not be judged as a rodeo clown. That's really what it is. They don't want to just come in and be respectable and just, and you know, everything has to be focused on how they're trying to present their image. It's all about their image. You need to present, you need to respect me because of how I present myself. Right. I got news for you, you dumb son of, sons of bitches, daughters of bitches, whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> no one gives a flying fuck when you're at the doctor. No one cares. All they give a shit about is they need to know only what the results of your blood test are. That's the, uh, let's be honest, that's what they need to know. They need to look at your blood, no matter what the fuck you, you do in the bedroom. They need to look at your blood and see if it has this, this, or that in it. And if it does, then they treat it. If it doesn't, then they don't. Stop with all this horse shit. This is nonsense. Yeah. Well, here here's the whole, this next paragraph is, is why I keyed in on this story. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind that somehow, some way... These symptoms or, or, um, pre exist these conditions, let's just call them conditions, mm -hmm. apparently only affect LGBTQ people. Okay. Experts agree that the LGBTQ people may have health complications that could put them at a higher risk of contracting the coronavirus or heightened complications after contraction. For example, the LGBTQ people are more likely to be smokers than other Americans. Choice, but okay. Okay. They are also more likely to have asthma. From the smoking. LGBTQ Americans, especially those who are non-white, are also more likely to have chronic medical conditions such as HIV and AIDS. Yeah, it has nothing to do with taking a dick in the ass, right? <laughs> nothing. None of these are life choices. None of them, are they? No, of course not. None. <laughs> He's right. You probably have AIDS. I'm still trying to figure out how this is the hospital's fault. It's not. It's somehow, <laughs> some way saying that because I'm an LGBTQ person... Mm -hmm. The medical community has to take extra care of me. 
think it's just throwing up enough shit up there and t- to confuse the issue so people will be afraid to argue back. Well, again, it's this, well, I'm LGBTQ, and now that you know that, you need to take extra pains because you know that I have higher complication rates than the rest of the people. No, you don't. No, you don't. And I'm going to tell you exactly why you don't. Because any hospital that just blindly treats people because of the because of a collective fucking issue is a bad hospital. And that's not what they do. I guarantee you that hospitals don't take black guys in and go, well, you must have sickle cell. <laughs> they fucking bring in black guy number one and they take his blood and they test. Yes. And, and then they, once they get the test back, then they say, okay, well, you have bup, bup, and bup. So we're going to give you X, Y, and Z. Same with these gay people. Same with straight people. Right. They're not bringing in, say, oh, here comes another fag. He's he's automatically got asthma. That's not happening. That's never happened. No. But, but my point is, is, is what, what I'm gathering from this mm-hmm. is that they're saying that the medical community, once you're identified as an LGBTQ person, that mm-hmm. they need to bend over backwards to make sure you get extra special care because you're susceptible to to these other things because of your habits. Well, and again, that's just wrong because you treat each individual patient individually. I agree. You don't you don't treat them as a collective. You know, not everybody that's LGBTQ, IAMBZLZ, <laughs> the alphabet fun. people. Yeah, the alphabet people. Not every one of them is is allergic to penicillin or not allergic to penicillin or amoxicillin or any of this other shit. You know, I mean, going by this fucking theory, then you should just be able to just blanket give them. Oh, you're gay here. Here's a pill. Take it. It'll make you better. Right. We don't need to test anything. We don't need to check anything here. Just take the pill because this is the gay pill. This is for gay people with covid. Shut up. (laughs) Come in, do like everybody else does. Sit in the waiting room for 14 hours, then get your fucking temperature taken, then sit for 10 more hours, then get put in a room, then sit for eight more hours, and then get told to fucking take an aspirin and come back in six weeks, and that'll be $2,000. Right. That's what everybody else does, so shut the fuck up and deal with it. Right. Jesus. Access to health care can also be a contributing to high cases of the the uh, coronavirus among the LGBT community, roughly 17% of the alphabet adults do not have any kind of health insurance coverage compared to 12% of the non-alphabet Americans, according to National Centers for the Transgender Equality based in Washington, D.C. Well, if you weren't spending all your money on having all kinds of operations to make you something you're not, maybe you could afford health insurance. Hmm. Maybe people wouldn't look at you as hard when they're trying to make the decision about giving you health insurance. Yeah. You know, you talk, again, it's talking out of both sides of their mouth. They make themselves a higher risk for the insurance company. Right. Well, you're supposed to cover me anyway. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck you. It's just like if you, you know, if you buy a house and it has a fucking roof with a big hole in it, the odds are probably good that the homeowner's insurance ain't going to cover your roof. (laughs) the same fucking story. Yeah. The health people aren't going to cover the fact that you're fucking, you know, not going to not going to soak them for a $30,000 operation. Right. Sorry, they got to worry about that shit. 
We need to be talking about disparities, especially no, no. around race and class. Really? Do we? Why do we need to be talking about that exactly? Because you're not making exceptions for us. Well, no one's making exceptions for me. Well, because you're white and you're privileged. Oh, is that what it is? That's okay. what it is. I got it. <laughs> Recognizing that people of cover, color have less access. They have as much access as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Access to health care. Yeah. We don't have any water fountains that say no fags. <laughs> Stop it. You have all the same access as everybody else does. Right. Stigma and discrimination can also deter the alphabet people from seeking medical care, even when they do have health insurance. That's your own fucking decision. That's your own fucking decision. Stigma? Stigma? Listen, I'm a 400-pound fat tub of shit, and every time I walk into any place like that, I got to deal with fucking 15 people looking at me saying, there's a heart attack waiting to happen. <laughs> you know, so what? Do I just not go? Do yeah. I not go anywhere? Well, hey. technically I don't, but <laughs> 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 but I certainly don't run from fear. Stop it. Stop worrying about what a bunch of people that don't know you think. How about that? Don't worry about the opinions of someone you don't know and never will. Right. That. They're just fucking names. They're just fucking bodies. Let them come in, take your blood, tell you you got COVID, stick you in a fucking room for two weeks and send you home, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Shut up. One in four alphabet people reported experiencing discrimination while 8% of lesbian, gay, and bisexual adults and 29% of transgender adults reported that a health care provider refused to see them because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Bullshit. I never heard anybody sue anybody saying, hey, I'm gay, but they won't see me because of this. Bullshit. Where are they going? To a fucking clinic outside the back of a Walmart? <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, Sean Cahill, Director of Health Policy Research at the Fenway Institute, a center for research and advocacy in Massachusetts, said... There is still anti-LGBTQ stigma in the healthcare system. This affects their health, well-being, and affects their sense of safety. Here's the thing. There's anti-every single possible style of anything that you can be. There's anti-white. There's anti-black. There's anti-Mexican. There's anti-Chinese. There's anti-LGBTQLZPX1000. There's anti-fags. There's anti-trannies. There's anti-everything. There's anti-millionaires. There's anti-homeless people. There's anti-everything. Just suck it up. You're never going to get to a state of mind where everybody loves and respects everybody. The difference is, is most classes of people just don't give a shit. They don't care. Do you care? I mean, in the end, dude, do you give a flying fuck if somebody's Chinese, Japanese, uh, black, blue, yellow, whatever? Do you care? No, I don't. It's just like, you know, just just give me my fucking food or (laughs) give me my fucking wash my car or whatever. You know, no one cares. The only ones that care are the ones that want to complain. Or make an issue out of nothing. Yeah. 
That's the only ones that care. The ones that are that that feel like they're they're being they take the weakest link in their in their collective of people, make a big fucking deal about it, and just whine about it endlessly. No one cares. How about this? Understand the real world. Everyone hates everyone. <laughs> no one likes anybody. Just accept it. No one's going to like you. We're, we're certainly never going to like you because of an issue you find important. No matter what that issue is. You don't like pets, right? Well, I, I like them, but I wouldn't have one. Okay. Well, I don't like pets. So, therefore, I'm sure there's people that are listening right now that are fucking pet people. And yet I can get along with them because it's just an issue that we have that's different. Who gives a shit? You want to suck cock at night? Go ahead. As long as it's not mine, I don't care. Right. Go and do whatever it is you want to do. Fuck a toaster. Fuck a giraffe. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. No one gives a shit about your, your proclivities of anything you do in life. You want to listen to country music? I don't. You want to listen to jazz? Well, I want to listen to death metal. So what? Doesn't mean I got to like your jazz and you don't have to like my death metal. So, and it's the same with this, with this thing. Who cares? Yeah. Healthcare workers are, healthcare workers are going to, every healthcare worker is going to have their own opinions. Some are going to like black people. Some are going to hate black people. Some are going to like um, gay people. Some are going to hate gay people. Some are going to hate white people. Some are going to hate or love white people. It's all the same in any industry, in every work place of life. It only spreads out from person to person. The only time it's an issue is when you try to take an individual experience and lap it all together with, well, that's how I was treated. So everybody that has that like thing of me is treated the same way. Exactly. It's stupid and it's bullshit. I agree. Michael Adams, chief executive officer for SAGE, a nonprofit organization focused on the alphabet uh, aging in New York suspects that many older Americans dying from the COVID-19 could be part of the LGBT community. Why do you oh, suspect yeah. that? Yeah, who knows? It's ridiculous. The alphabet older adults are twice as likely to be living alone and four times less likely to have children compared to non-gay people their same age, which means that older alphabet people are especially at risk to lack care or support from family during the COVID during, uh, according to a study in the public health crisis like this, there are very thin support networks among the, uh, alphabet older adults. Okay. My dad is 91 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's, he's almost a century old. He's in good health, but you know, he's 91. Mm -hmm. Would I, recommend to my dad because he's white and 91 to go out into the middle of the public no i would say dad stay home yeah is he lgbtq no is he elderly yes do i worry about him contracting the uh, virus yes is it because i think that he's lgbtq no only because <laughs> he's elderly that's it right. <laughs> has nothing to do with that I'll bet you if, if he if he had a fever tomorrow, like if he called you and said, Jesus, man, I got a hundred and two fever, you would tell him to go to the doctor. And I'll bet you just a, just a hunch that his first response would be, I can't do that. Somebody might ask me if I'm gay. <laughs> no. That's, you know, he just would be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to the fucking doctor. Yeah. 
And he'd go, and guess what? Nobody would ask him if he's gay. No. No one would give two shits. And they'd go, Mr. Neely, you're 91 years old. You're at a high risk. Yeah, that's because I'm gay. Where's your mask, old timer? Because <laughs> I guarantee your dad ain't wearing a mask. No. Of course he's not. To help raise awareness, activists plan to host a virtual pride event. <laughs> virtual pride event starting it's great started with so what they gotta do is swing their wang in a camera <laughs> every every little window's a different color of the rainbow exactly green blue red right pink. <laughs> starting on june 1st the beginning of gay pride month we got a whole month of this oh good a whole month of gay pride that's what i've been waiting for yeah, i know Said Brian, uh, whatever his name is, executive director of Health HIV, one of the largest national HIV nonprofit organizations in Washington, D.C. How come, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how come they have a special, uh, you know, division for HIV? What what is it about that whole gay community that HIV is such a um, prominent uh, issue? I know this though. If they if they need to have that, then why can't they fucking put up a little clinic? Yeah, they've got a special wing of for for eight for AIDS. How about you do AIDS and COVID? Exactly. For gay people, how about that? <laughs> Ms. June said she contracted the COVID in mid March and fears she may get it again. Well, I got news for you, Ms. June. If you survived a COVID, ep- uh, you know. Um, a COVID uh, episode, you're now immune. Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> the symptoms initially left her with a dry cough and blood in her mucus. Then she felt constipated for a week. Jesus, yum. I had a mild case, but I still was coughing up blood, wheezing, and I could feel my lungs and ribs hurting when I breathed. It was just... <laughs> it's just a disgusting virus. She said she was baffled by the claims from the 9-11 operators that she should avoid going to the emergency room because it was too crowded. Only three other patients were waiting when she arrived. Mm-hmm. They told me I could contract the disease if I went. How could I? How could I? When there were only three people, I expected a full room of a hundred coronavirus patients. Well, that's your own fault. No one told you that there was a hundred people. How about if you just ask? How about that? How about if, if when you're getting ready to go, you and you're on the phone anyway, calling and asking? Why don't you say, "Hey, is there a hundred people in the waiting room?" <laughs> No, there's three. Okay, now you know. Yep. You fucking idiot. And don't use the ladies' room either. You know what you are. <laughs> she has recovered since her hospital stay, but is worried that the other black transgender women might have the same experience where symptoms weren't taken seriously. She's been encouraging other black chen- gen- transgender women to get tested for the virus. I don't think people understand the seriousness of she, she of it, she said. Whenever I go outside, I put on gloves and a mask. I keep my distance because I've had it. I don't know if I can still pass it on to people, but I also don't want to catch it again. Well, you know what? How about doing us this favor? Once COVID's over, keep wearing your mask and your gloves and keep your fucking distance. No one wants to be close to you. Right. Stay away. 
For the alphabet Americans who don't get sick from the coronavirus, many are struggling with unemployment, as with as is everyone else. Or other financial burdens, as is everyone else. Right. <laughs> it's not it's not specific to you, so I hate to break the news to you. Yeah, get with it, dude. Yeah, it's not how it goes. Yeah, when we think uh, when we think about the kind of uh, economic earthquake that has happened as a result of the COVID, with job losses, unemployment benefits, there's a lot of reasons to be concerned about the precariousness of the LGBTQ people and their families at this moment. Why? What? What makes you so special? Yeah. Why is your family more special than mine? Yeah. As the economy as the economy plummeted, more than five million LGBTQ workers were likely to have been impacted by the COVID, according to recent estimates. Yeah. Yeah, well, good news for you. Another two another two or three billion people were impacted of every other fucking race, <laughs> descent, and choice. Uh jobs in restaurants and food service, hospitals, K K through twelve and higher education and retail industries have been hit making up about 40% of all the industries where LGBTQ people work as, as the other 60% work as well. Are, are any of these fucking industries LGBTQ only? No. They're, they're just industries. They're just, and, and unfortunately, fortunately, I guess is the right term. Fortunately, there's no discrimination going on and you can work pretty much anywhere you want to. Exactly. So, of course, you're fucking impacted. So is everybody else. So is your straight partner that works at the fucking place with you. <laughs> you dumb shit. More than 33 million Americans have submitted unemployment claims since March. While we do not have official numbers of how many LGBTQ people have contracted the coronavirus or have died because of it, we know in addition to health disparities, the alphabet people are employed in the industries heavily impacted by the pandemic such as retail, nightlife, restaurants, and they are more likely to live in poverty, be food insecure and uninsured. Well, aren't these all life choices? And more to the point, the the, the, the place of work, I'm white straight guy, and my fucking place of work has been closed completely for seven fucking weeks. Yeah, but you don't count your privilege. How am I privileged? Because I you have be, because you should have millions of dollars in the bank because you're white. I promise you, Miss June here got more <laughs> money from the government than Mister Chris did. I promise you that. Roughly nine percent of the LGBTQ were unemployed compared to five percent of all Americans before the outbreak. Well, that's because it's a higher percentage because you're a smaller group. Yeah. If you have 10 LGBTQ people and five of the 10 are unemployed, 50% of you. But if you have 300 million people and, and 33 million of them are unemployed, then the percentage is lower. That's yeah, like 10% or whatever. Yeah. Right. So it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Dumb. LGBTQ Americans are more likely to be homeless than any other Americans. Are they? Why are that? Why is that? Beats me. Because you made poor life choices again. Up to forty-five percent of the homeless youth are are gay, while LGBTQ people ages eighteen through twenty-five are two times more likely to be homeless than their peers. Hmm. What do you think that is? Again, bad choices. Bad choices. Lack, lack of education. Lack of commitment to, you know 
two industries that, that makes sense. <laughs> because you were so focused on your on your identity that you were less focused on your security and, and jobs. Yeah. yeah. How about, you know, when you were going to college, why didn't you go for that fucking computer science degree instead of that interior decorating degree? <laughs> We estimate that 139,000 transgender adults were unemployed at the time of the coronavirus pandemic began. Recent job losses due to official orders enforcing social distancing practices will likely increase this number. Yeah, for everybody and ex exacerbate existing employment disparities, uh, said a scholar of public policy at the Williams Institute and uh, in a report on the COVID-19 for transgender Americans. Right. Why, you know, you, you guys make up 1% of the population at the most, mm -hmm. but yet this is like, Oh, it's such a travesty. Yeah. People would treat it as such and not give it any attention. Give it the 1% attention it needs. <laughs> it probably would just go away. Uh, LGBTP people of color tend to face more harsher discrimination compared with their white counterparts because their ethnicity in part because of barriers such as inadequate or non-essential non-discrimination protection for LGBTQ workers and lack of monitoring. We know that with the economic issues arising, many of them won't be able to work at their jobs as with everybody else and their jobs aren't remote as with everybody else meaning they'll lose a paycheck as with everybody else. <laughs> See, again, you're not special. There's nothing no. special about you. Nothing. No. Basically, this story says people are out of work and not getting paid and, and, and can't go to the doctor because of COVID. No shit, Sherlock. That's, that's what that is. That the title of this article? No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. Dummy says dumb things. Subheadline. Yeah. Well, a lot of the comments to this story are especially brutal and they kind of like uh, mirror everything we've said here. Okay. Lots of people are getting coronavirus and losing their jobs. Yeah. I think. Um, my wish is for the LGBT community to understand that they are not the only people vulnerable to health care and unemployment discrimination. Right. Is she trying to say that the person on the other line knew she was transgender and told her to not go to the hospital simply because she is a transgender? Yeah, that's a good point, too. How did they how did the person on the phone know? Right. It's that Tim James syndrome again. Exactly. Hi, I'm Miss Ms. June, gender woman here, and I'm sick. <laughs> is that how the call went? Idiot. There is no doubt that the elderly, the obese people with heart and other uh, pre-existing medical conditions are the most vulnerable, yet the media continues to sow division by their focus on the impacts on minority communities. Mm-hmm. Dumb. I think I think people have enough to worry about to not to not worry about COVID by breakdown of of any kind of grouping. Right. How about this? Everybody's fucking fucked because of COVID. It, well, here it is. What is it? Over 30 million folks have lost their jobs. Leave it up to the media to try to make it that one group is the only one affected. Yeah.
Boy. See, the, you think the media has any chance of ever recovering? No, absolutely not. That's why that's why independent media creators are are on the rise and they have bigger audiences than the 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 commercial media. Yeah. It's dead. Am I am I reading this right? She called 911 and claiming bias. How did they know she was a trans? <laughs> I think we heard that a couple minutes ago. Yep. Oh, they're getting coronavirus and losing their jobs. Same thing for a lot of other people. Yeah. Apparently, there are now three genders, males, females, and the confused. <laughs> Those with unhealthy lifestyles are also more likely to get sick. Healthy people have better immune systems. Darwinism being presented survival of the fittest. Hey, that's a fair point, too. Yep. So that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, transgender people, but uh, your life choices are basically is what puts you at risk, not because you're special. No, not at all. All right. Why well, say we take a break? I got a perfect song to round this out. I'm going to dedicate this to all the, you know, the LGBTQ people who think they're victims because of their life choices. Okay. Typo negative. We hate everyone. Perfect. Give me three songs too, okay? All right. Here it is. It's typo exclusively here. On your classic middle shoe. <laughs> 